beep, 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 what up? And welcome to I Just Called to Say. That's right, we're the comedic reliving and truth-telling podcast where folks call in, confront, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time. I'm your host, Megan Pugh, joined by my co-host and comedic voice of reason, Colleen Rass. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and tell your friends. And keep up with our shenanigans on social media at I Just Called to Say podcast. So... Today's episode, COVID-19 is trending and we have a new normal. So with that comes a new way of dating. So let's consider this episode a social experiment. It's the dating game meets Netflix's Love is Blind. Shall we? Beep, beep. I just called to say. Remember when I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just called to say. What had happened was really. So we've been quarantined for two weeks and I've been feeling like a back home baller. So that's why I've been like happy to like be home. Not much has really changed in my life because when I do come home, I tend to not hang out with anyone but my family. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm chilling. As long as my check keeps coming in from work, I'm good. (laughs) Hard agree on that. Whenever I'm home, I lose track of the days immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, after going to church with my family on Sunday, it could be a Thursday, it could be a Monday, not really sure. Wait, hit pause, you went to church, bitch? (laughs) I did not go recently, I've not been to church with my family in the past month because of uh, COVID, but I'm saying, like, whenever I'm a back-home baller, I, like, truly don't know what day it is until my mom's like, um, we have 8 o'clock mass, and I'm like, oh, weird. Yeah, oh. It smells like a Sunday. I thought so. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to brunch after, right? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, okay. Back home baller. And y'all are paying, right? All right. Because <laughs> I'm a back home. And then I get home and I'm like, wow, I have so much money after not constantly being on my own, buying yeah. bullshit in every CVS that I come upon. I joked with Shelly and I was like, I kind of wish that I was still like couch surfing slash homeless in New York City when this happened. So that then I could still be working from home and not having to pay rent. Like I could just be like racking up money. Right. I was like, in what way can I monetize my apartment while I'm not here? And then, you know, really the only way is having someone live in it, which I was not ready to do. So I was like, okay, I guess we're just going to pay for this big empty room in the sky. It's totally fine. But here's what I find so interesting after you and I were like texting a couple of days back because Colleen lives in Philadelphia, you guys, and she lives, her neighborhood is basically in Chinatown. And she was like, (laughs) her neighborhood was like the first to know that shit was about to go down. Mm-hmm. yeah like she was I, like buying life all like what you say like already sold out like in like february or january yeah like at the end of february i was in a rite aid we have like a rite aid gets caddy corner to a cvs and they both have just like very different product offerings so if you have to go to one you have to go to the other because you're like <laughs> you can never get all of what you need at one you have to always go to both it's extremely frustrating so I had been to the CVS, but I was unfortunately unable to complete my task there because I saw a rat that scurried. In CVS? Yes, inside of CVS, was going to get my antidepressants. <laughs> I, I was unable to. That'll do you in seeing a rat as you're going to get your antidepressants. Right. I was like, well, <laughs> guess we're just going to continue to live in the darkness because I am unable to continue walking further into this establishment. So... I had a couple other things that I was planning on picking up at the CVS. And then I was like, 
well, I'll just go to the Rite Aid. And I'd like kind of started to hear murmurings. That was like when it was like really bad in Wuhan. So I was like, I'll just, you know, grab a little more Purell than I might normally keep. I obviously ride a lot of public transit. Yeah, you know, a lot. I was like, you know, better safe than sorry. And so I went into the Rite Aid and I like couldn't find Purell amongst the other things I was picking up. And I like asked the girl, I was like, hey, like, you know, where's the hand sanitizer? And she was like, oh, sis, people from your neighborhood keep on coming in and just buying the crates of it upon arrival. (laughs) You're like, wait, what? Come again? (laughs) (laughs) So that was like inkling number one. I'd say that was, well, actually, I can tell you exactly the date because that's when my antidepressant comes in on the 13th. So it was February 13th. Um, So that's when I knew things were awry. Meanwhile, my job was like, the show must go on. <laughs> like, nothing changed. They're like, we're doing this. I was like, all right, we're doing it. Um, but yeah, I'm actually like working so much more. And like, I think it's more like I am working more concentrated and like a lot more intensely when I am. And then when I'm off, I'm totally off. Or like when I'm at work, I'm kind of like lukewarm, always engaged and like doing something. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at home, I'm like, two and a half hours at the screen, like staring nonstop, figuring something out, like totally in it. Everything feels urgent. Oh my God, so urgent. I'm like, like anytime they send an email, you're like, I have to do this now. I have to, I have right. to reply back now. Right. I don't want them to think that I'm watching. On the couch. I'm on the couch. Watching season three of The Good Place for the fourth time, which like who would do that? I don't know. When we got on this call, I rewatched a couple of episodes of uh, Love is Blind. And just so you guys know, Netflix lifted the Are You Still Watching um, screen. So while quarantine is happening, you don't have to worry about getting shamed by Netflix. Thank God, because obviously the answer is always yes. I am still watching. Okay. Um, what like, did you think of Love is Blind? Let's discuss. I really think that you should go on it is my first note. Okay, so guys, I'm putting it out here. If you guys see any casting about Love is Blind, your girl wants to go on it. And I have to go ahead and just like praise Colleen because anytime Colleen gives me a recommendation or a suggestion, it goes above and beyond. You guys hear me say it all the time. She put me on the Instacart and now this bitch has a gift <laughs> Love is Blind. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, yeah, I need Love is Blind in my life. Like, I think Love is Blind was preparing us for quarantine dating. That's a mess. Cameron and Lauren, they're the best, obviously. But I'm probably more of a Jimena. I'm probably that girl. Oh, dramatic. Yeah. Damien, I asked you to be my husband. That part, I was like, oh my God. So will you marry me, Damien Powers? Um, I'm on one knee. When she threw that shady comment about their intimate life out, I was like, oh, I see you. This territory is familiar. I hate to see it because she was basically putting a mirror to my face. I was like, and this is why I don't have a man. <laughs> like, I was like, that's... Because I would say some shit like this. Extremely cutting in public. And now he will never live that down because I will never forget that. And on national TV. Is he attractive to you? I don't think he's attractive. But, you know, at the same time, if you were locked in a pod and you heard... I don't... Right. You know, yeah. Like, there's Obviously, he's about. beautiful. Like, he is a beautiful person, like, by all means. But doesn't really get me personally going if that makes sense i mean 
I was talking to Grace about this earlier and Barnett doesn't really do it for me, but we were saying like, if I was probably talking to him, I'd be like, oh my God, you're so cute all of a sudden. <laughs> like, oh he kind of, yeah, he has that BDE voice. I'm like, Wait, oh, what okay. voice? Big dick energy. Oh. <laughs> he does. I mean, yeah. Amber called him and he was like, she was like, do you want kids? And he was like, wait, do I have kids? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, let's okay. talk on Amber for a second. Amber, Amber, Amber. God bless Amber. Is it the let's name? Let's both our best Amber laugh. Tell me if I sound like Amber when I laugh. <laughs> Uncanny. Did I do Nailed it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Like your whole mouth has to open up to the size of your face yeah. to laugh like her. She definitely guffaws. Like that is the act of a guffaw to me. A guffaw? Yeah, I think that's a word. I honestly don't know. Never heard I've of been- that. I love it. Megan, I've been trying to, um, como se dice, elevate myself. And this year, my challenge was to read a chapter of a book every day. I had to stop. I gave up Daily Mail, which is one of my favorite things on Snapchat. So, you know, we all have to make sacrifices during this time. Wait, why'd you give up Daily Mail? Because it's all those sad stories about, like, children and teens dying. Got it. Oh, God, Daily Mail. I thought we were supposed to be, like, pop culture and, like, fun, upbeat stuff. Yeah, usually it's, like, Kaya Gerber and Pete Davidson. Oh, God, I'm only going. I'm only going to look at Barstool for my news from now on. <laughs> Your propensity for Barstool is shocking to me. I know because you would think I would not be a Barstool person by any means because it's like fratastic, douchey. But Barstool used to be a very organic place for <laughs> the bro, and not yes. just the frat bro, but you know the R and B bro. The black bro, the mixed bro, the white guy, the ginger guy. Like, that's where you could go. And the comments would just be, you know, bro It didn't have to okay. be all, like, Speaking it didn't get all of... racial and crazy until it was, like, an app and on Instagram. But when it was just, like, a website, it used to be really cute. Well, speaking of the rainbow of men, how has the dating life been in New York City? Are you Carrie Bradshaw? Oh my god, I'm so far from Carrie Bradshaw with like these five thousand apps I have on my phone. <laughs> so I started out on Hinge, mm-hmm. and I thought I met someone cool on Hinge, and his name was—I think his name was maybe Axel, which makes me think he wasn't even a real person. Right, we don't um, know. His name was Axel, and he was like a very beautiful Filipino-looking man. And we exchanged numbers, and we started texting. And Colleen, I texted him and asked him if he wanted to like get a beer one night. And he, he's told me, he was like, I can't because I don't have any money. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I, I appreciate your honesty. You're broke. Like most, mm-hmm. I think he's in, I think he's like a music producer. I'm like, that makes sense. You're a broke music producer in New York city. Totally get it. Starving artists. So yeah. I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think into it. So then we were texting more and I asked him like what he was doing one day. And he told me he was, um, running some errands. And I made a joke and said, you're not running errands. You're probably sitting on your couch. And he goes, ha ha ha. Not true because I don't even own a couch. So I was like, oh, damn. Oh, okay. Red flag number two. I was like, okay, so you can't even get a $2 beer and you have no couch. Maybe he has a futon. I still continue to text because, you know, I like attention. So I'm texting him and I get this automated text back. And he's an iPhone and this text came back green and it was like, you've been blocked. Like it was like an air block message. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, 
I got time to be petty. I texted him back and I was like, did you just block me? And I sent him the screenshot of the message. And he was like, no, I didn't block you. He was like, I don't know what's going on. He was like, but I will say, he was like, I don't have, um, he's like, if I'm not in Wi-Fi, I can't call or text people. I don't have a wireless Oh, provider. okay. Nope, 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 nope. All right. We- so you ain't got no phone. You ain't got no couch. And you can't even get $2 beers with me. I think you're homeless. Um, going back to our last episode, I think you guys heard about my dating experience, how I was going to sign up on the app Ship. Yeah. And add my friends. Ship is where your friends do all the picking for you. And then you message the guys. Mm-hmm. So Colleen picked out a guy for me. And one of my coworkers, Sarah, picked out a guy for me. So I've been texting with both of those dudes. Colleen's <laughs> guy that she picked out for me. His name is He's um, he Indian. And I think mm-hmm. he gets his eyebrows mycodermabladed. <laughs> um, Potentially. Like, I would agree. And then I'm talking to this other guy. Um, who I met off of ship and that's Sarah's match. And he actually seems like an ideal candidate. Oh, and okay. I asked him. Okay. So he and I've been texting. He lives in Jersey city. That's like his only con. Actually, mm. he lives in Jersey city. He's a little bit shorter than what I would like. And he's bald. So he's not physically what I'm attracted to, but right. personality wise, he's, he's funny. He owns his own house. He's a landlord. Oh, but he owns okay. a cat. He owns a cat that he loves. uh, Okay. Yeah, that's, that is not great, but that's fine. That's one of the deal breakers. But he seems really adorable. We've been playing 21 questions. I asked him out on a virtual date. (laughs) Okay. I told him that it it would be for the podcast. I love it. And he didn't say no, but he also didn't say yes. Okay. What did he say? That was like two days ago. So let me pull up the text. I feel like I need to like follow up with him because whether or not he's interested in me or not, I still want this content. But also my sister was like, she was like, this could be your future husband. I'm like, I feel like it could be too. Honestly, I agree. I know that's like dumb to say, but you really just never know. Truth is stranger than fiction. Love is blind. Love is so blind. But I asked and he said, maybe. He was, and I was like, you can be anonymous. But then he's continued to text me after that. So I just need to like follow up with him. But I don't know how to follow up without being like a nag. Okay. Here's what you say. You say, yo. Yo. Okay. Why am I saying yo? Okay. I don't know. Nailed it. Okay. I have also never professionally dated any man other than the one I'm marrying. So, okay. But let me try. Just let me try. No, I know this is like very typical friend of like long relationship to do this but I actually think I got this okay okay yo real talk I think you should come on my podcast it'd be really fun and what and what do you have to lose anyway um I'll make it really fun say I'll make it really fun and what do you have to lose anyway if you think it's weird and you don't like what you say we can scrap it but I'll send you some I'll instacart you some beer like I'll send you some beer (laughs) and it'll be a good time something like that I'll instacart you some beer <gasps> oh my god i'm so no, upset i just wiped no noah on a fireman um, <gasps> no. i know how do i go you know back? who else used to be a fireman cameron from love is blind that could have been that's my beautiful. camera that's beautiful Fuck. you just lost me a cameron I'm i know i'm i'm so sorry how do i go to like- he might stop on my feed because i haven't swiped through elgin please people god yet. Oh, the last thing I just wanted to say is that since I've been home, someone from my high school reached out to me, like, honestly, to, like, 
it sounded like they like wanted to go on a date and it was weird. And then I said to the guy in the text, he said, he DM'd me on Instagram and he was like, I came across your TikTok page. I was like, okay. <laughs> First of all, that's not how you okay. want to start your opening line. Okay. Also, second of all, my TikTok content, it's questionable. So, okay. I'm sure it's adorable. So he was like, I came across your TikTok page. She's like, I just want to see how you were doing. I used to have like a thing for you in high school, kind of like kind of like language like that. And I was like, okay, uh-huh. whatnot. Uh-huh. And I was texting him and I said, this is really interesting that we're having this conversation because I don't think we ever said two words to each other when we were in high school, even though we were like in the same group of friends. And he proceeds to say, I know I should have given you a chance, like taking the time to like date you. And instead I was like oh. interested in like these other girls. And I reply, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't want to date you. I was just saying, how weird is it that we're talking? I think you like held my legs in like a keg stand and that was it. And that was all, that's all that we had together. But apparently those legs, those ankles, you do have very thin, beautiful ankles. And I think you made an impression. Maybe in that moment, probably in others, but you do have a thin ankle. I have a thin ankle to the point where it's, it's dangerous. I I roll over and platform sneakers. It gets, it gets dangerous. (laughs) It's a daily hazard that I have to encounter. Um, no, Especially I think someone who wanted like Spice Girls Roach Stomper sneakers. Like my mom was like, "Oh no, your ankles will break, honey." Megan, honestly, that's every girl's dream is to be pursued by some loser in high school that overlooked her, and then you get to reject him in turn. Um, but I also would just like love to get him on the podcast. You know, I just called to say, "Why don't you go after me in high school?" That's what I'm thinking, girl. I'm like, I feel like I should go on three dates, maybe with or the homeless guy, whatever. Maybe because was your pick. And then the high school guy. I'm going to politely ask that you don't further communicate with the man who does not have a data plan. Because Cricket Wireless and Metro PCS are very affordable <laughs> options. And the funny part is, when I'm texting him, he goes from blue to green so often. I'm oh, okay. like, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> You know, that guy is sitting in, like, the lobby of a Wawa, just trying to get a signal. He's like, someone's got free Wi-Fi. Come on. Constantly in hotel lobbies. He's, like, in the lobby of the Weston Inn. I'm going to challenge you to do better. And I know that you will rise to that challenge. Okay, I will. I was just bored, Colleen. I, was, I just moved to New York. I, I was just on the Megan, there's no judgment. There's all love and support. And honestly, it's still hilarious. So if you continue to pursue this, it's on you. You know, I was just, I was just bored. And then my ex started like, texting me and calling me recently. And it was just like, okay, I don't know. It's okay, a it's a confusing time. <laughs> yeah. These are weird times. You guys are worried about We're corona. We're in the upside down. I'm just trying to get a date. I'm trying to get a man before yes. the corona takes me out. Okay. That's why that guy needs to come on your podcast. Why not? Okay, his ex is probably texting him, so he should just get on the freaking podcast. Okay. He just called to say so. I lied when. And she just called to say. So why would you do that? We just called to that say. That really changed my life. Big, 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 big up your phone. Hello. Hello. Hi. Beep beep. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Sweating. <laughs> Why are you sweating? Because I was putting my desk back together. I moved her from like one room to another, but now I'm also realizing it's really echoey in this room. I'm so relieved you don't have a weird voice. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say I have a radio voice, but I don't think my voice is that bad. But I was just like, what if he like jumps on the line and he has like some like squangly like voice? I don't know. Hi, like, <laughs> like, what if it just doesn't match what he looks like? No, I think it but, matches. All right. Do you listen to podcasts? No. I don't. I do, but I listen to uh, I listen to radio. Okay, like talk radio. Yeah, I'm a okay. big Howard Stern fan. Love Howard Stern. That's Who a good doesn't? one, right? Truly, the guy's a legend. Cool. So this is your first time being on a podcast. I'm assuming then. Yes, it is. Have you ever had a first date that's been over the phone? Oh my God! God's blessings on you, because I couldn't do it. I would just throw my computer into the ocean. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I sound like when I'm flirting. Oh my God, Megan, you're embarrassing. Like, I feel like I'm watching the reality show and cringing, but it's me. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is, I asked him out. This is 2020, ladies. We can this do is, it. So this is the first time we're speaking. It is. This is the first time we're speaking. We've been texting for quite a bit now, um, but this is the first time we've talked. <laughs> I feel like people yeah, don't so. talk on the phone like that anymore. It's they're like, you text someone and then you just like meet them in person. Like, I can't think of any times I've, like, met someone. They're like, hey, do you want to talk on the phone before we meet? I mean, that seems like the right thing to do. That seems like the natural progression. But people don't do that anymore. It's what can separate you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's – I mean, yeah, no, I haven't had a first date on – well, I've spoke to somebody on the phone before meeting them. But it wasn't, like, a first date, obviously, with this coronavirus and so forth. This is the future of dating. This is quarantine dating. People need to go back to the old school ways and get on the phone. Do you remember like you used to be able to like call like hotlines and like have like, you'd be like, oh, 100%. dial one for a good time. <laughs> yeah, we would prank call those when we were like in teenagers. On Live Links, we give your voice more choice. More people waiting to make a real connection. Call Live Links now. I want to hear your voice. Absolutely. That was like the best prank calls. That and like calling like Pizza Hut and having them deliver pizza to your neighbor. <laughs> I've never done that. Oh my God. I used to do it all the time. Well, we would call, we would call places like Burger King and unfuck with them. But no, but I mean like now with these times, it's kind of like you said, it's like going back to old times. But imagine if we didn't have phones, we didn't have FaceTime, you'd be like writing letters to people. Oh my God, I would be single because my penmanship sucks. Wait, so give me your story. What do you mean my story? Like who I am? Like how- Yeah, you grew up in South Carolina. Okay. You're in New York now, or you're not anymore, but you would be. Yeah, I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, gosh. That's where, that's where the University of South Carolina is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's where I, I am now. Oh, cool. Okay. Go Cox. That's our mascot, yeah. Game Cox. Um, mm-hmm. Grew up there, and then I went to college for theater and dance at the College of Charleston. Um, uh, yeah, and then my senior year of college, I met what is now my ex-boyfriend, and mm-hmm. he and I dated for almost five years. If you're listening to this podcast, you already know my story, so let's just go ahead and skip ahead, okay? Okay! So, no, Brooklyn's cool. what's your story? My story is, um, I also actually got out of a relationship in August. I don't even think I told you this via text, did I? Uh, no. Yeah, so I was, I was engaged. Oh, so snap. That can of <laughs> Oh, okay. Dramatic. Yeah, but also, like, thank God, because, you know, thank God you called it off before you got married. 
<laughs> so yeah, that uh, went south when I realized I wasn't happy. Wait, I have to ask, how um, did you propose? I proposed in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck Brooklyn you... now. No, Brooklyn's a shit. I still love Brooklyn. I don't have any problems with Brooklyn. Um, but do you know the restaurant Lucali? No. It's well, here's a little promo for them. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be like I don't know one of the best like pizza places in New York, and it's got like good coal fired pizza or whatever. But she wanted to go there, so I was like, oh, this is perfect. It was her birthday as well, and we it was in September of what was that like not last year but the year prior. We walked around Brooklyn, and it was kind of like the Carroll Gardens, Cobble Hill area, which is, like, really pretty. It was a nice night, and I proposed before we got to the restaurant. We were just walking around. That's cute. Was she surprised? Yeah. Yeah, she had no idea. We had never spoken about getting engaged, marriage, anything like that. Yeah, like, what? I'm just like, wait. How do you even know she wanted that? <laughs> like, you can't just, like, like what? Like, that, I thought that was the more interesting part. Like, y'all never talked about it. I'm like, are you a hopeless romantic? Or, like, did you just not care to ask her? And then you just proposed one day? Who, like, what inspired you to do that? Like, you saved up and you bought a ring. So, like, there was, like, you know, you made thousands of choices. You know, you you put that money in, in a separate account. You didn't go, you know, when you had to buy a watch, you bought the cheaper version because you were saving you you know, there was like so many choices that brought you towards, you know, you picked out a jeweler, you went to him. Oh, that's not the right one. Then we want this one. We want this cut. Okay. You bought the ring. You chose how to propose. Like there were so many turns that you took. And if you had never spoken about this with someone, you took them all on your own volition. Oh my God. So it was, it was, yeah, <laughs> clearly it was a, a shock. And then you broke up and with maybe, her? Yeah, I did break it off. Cold. Well, shortly after that, we moved in together and then things weren't as great as they were. You know, you realize things about one another. And yeah. I, I was going through some stuff too. I quit my job. I started my own business. So I think that put stress on the relationship, all that stuff. Totally. And those are like times when like, you kind of have to be selfish for yourself because... Yeah, and that's a problem. You can't be selfish when you're about to get married to someone. <laughs> exactly. That's where I was at like the end of my relationship. Like I was just like, no, I know what my goals are. I know what I want to be and I know where I need to be. And it just wasn't lining up with him because we never lived together over the five years that we were dating. And he was like, I feel like we should be living together at some point. And I was like, I don't. I'm fine. I was like, let me do what I yeah. want to do. Um, let me tell you something, though. I, I didn't think I wanted to move in with somebody prior to marriage. Nothing for, like, religious reasons or yeah. anything like that. But I would definitely do it again. You learn a lot. Because you learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, Did you uh, leave the toilet seat up one too many times? Is that what ended the relationship? So you just asked if I left the toilet seat up too many times? No. I grew yes. up with a, a sister and a mother in my house. And my dad would beat the shit out of me if I ever left the toilet seat up. That sounds like my house. I have two older sisters and my dad never had the privilege of leaving the toilet seat up. Well, hey, you live with women, you gotta be, you know. <laughs> Especially if you live with an old Italian father. He's gonna smack the shit out of you if you don't. Old Italian. Yeah, that was my Italian. Yeah, Paisan. <laughs> And I'm doing like the hand gesture. You can't see it, but I'm doing like, you know, like fingers are together. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. <laughs> talking with your hands. 
capiche. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So we linked up through a dating app. Mm-hmm. Um, and that dating app is Ship. Um, and for my listeners, this is the app that was created by the Instagram account Bitches. Betches. Um, Betches, yes. So here's the thing about it. It's so female driven. And I'm curious as to how men are attracted to this app. Like what brought you to the app? Why is it female driven? Just because I feel like only girls think about like, oh, I want my homegirls to like pick out the guy that I date. Oh, yeah. I haven't used that feature. Oh, okay. So you were just swiping. Well, they've got, what is it? Like you can like... I don't know, like suggest somebody for your friends. Yeah. No guy is going to do that. <laughs> I promise. And see, all mine have been suggestions. My coworker picked you out for me. So yeah, maybe it is. Like you said, it's female. Well, also, the, by the way, speaking of Betches, the girl who started Betches, I have been out on a date with. Ooh. Oh. She's already the hair hurt. Oh my gosh. You were like recruited to the app. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I just saw it and I was like, all right, well, I'm single now. It's a new dating app, Bumble's ass, because I got to wait for somebody to reach out to me. So I was like, I'll do this. Are you on Hinge? Yeah. I, that was the first app I joined after I broke up. Um, And I thought Hinge was like the classy app. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. They're like, that's the classy one. I would oh say Oh, my that. God. The, yeah. thi- the things that come through my feed, the, like, I literally had someone, like, a, like a full-on clown in my feed. Like, my friends are like, I think this app is broken for you, boo. So that's why I was like, I got to find something new aside from Hinge, downloaded Tinder, and then I downloaded Ship. But it's like, Tinder is just, it's questionable. Tinder? Like, I remember, when, I remember well, when it first came out. <laughs> I mean, Tinder... Yeah, I, I was on it a lot, like, way back when. And then I met somebody, dated for a while from Tinder, and then my, I met my ex on Tinder, who I almost married. Oh, well, I guess it works. I mean, I, I have a homegirl. She's been dating the same person for four <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> have you ever heard of The League? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, like, the most exclusive. I remember, yeah, I remember when I first finally got accepted to that. It was like right before I actually met my ex. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like the league. I'm just going to see only like models. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. (laughs) But I remember like the first like five people looked like models. And then the rest, it was just like normal. And I got like maybe a match. That's how they get you. Those models were probably just like stock photography. Well, that's what also like, I don't think women realize how different it is for men on dating apps. We open up our thing and we swipe, 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 swipe. You open up your thing, you swipe, and, like, you're instantly getting matches. Oh, my God, not me. Uh, like I disagree. More than, more than guys you are. Okay, probably. I mean, I'm doing a lot of swiping of no. Like, it's more no's than yeses anytime. And then I think, I don't know, I think the algorithm is like, bitch, you picky, so we're not putting anything in there for you. There's definitely an algorithm I notice, like... <laughs> Yeah, I think Ship, like, knows my preferences for you because now it just gives me Indian men, which is fine. Like, they all have, like, just the most beautiful smiles and eyebrows. So I'm like, okay. But it is, like, it's a lot of, like, rishis and devs. So I'm like, okay. I don't get, like, on Hinge, for example. Like, if you've noticed, like, if you like, say, for example, white guys or black guys or Asian guys, like, that's what's going to come up because they know what you like. 
I've been getting only Asian men on Hinge. Well, like maybe, it's... maybe they're trying to say it. Maybe you like a lot of Asian men. I mean, I did say at one point, I was like, maybe I'll <laughs> date an Asian guy. Maybe hey. I'll give it a shot. But just because I swiped yes on one doesn't mean. I don't get white girls on Hinge. You don't. <laughs> like rarely. You're just only getting black women? Asian, black, Hispanic, anything that's not white, which does kind of fit my like dating background. But oh, well, my I think my cousins used to call me like they're like, "Yo, you're dating the UN, dude." Fuck How that. beautiful! Well, you when you grow up in a you know white suburbia, you want well. Some people want different. I guess I do. Are you drinking? Yeah. What are you drinking? Um, I'm an alcoholic, so I have a glass of bourbon here that I haven't touched and I'm finishing a Miller Lite. <laughs> I'm a wino, so I'm having a glass of white. And I usually don't drink white wine, but tonight I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a white wine bitch. Well, it's probably warm out down there, right? Yeah, it is. It was like 72 degrees today. Not bad. Question. I just called to say... When the conversation on a date resorts to weather talk, uh, does that mean the date's going downhill? You be the judge. Better than here, although it has been getting warmer here. Uh, isn't it like 50 degrees? Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. listen, it's not winter anymore. I'm just like, my southern bones were just not prepared for New York. And this was like a very mild winter. Like, I was, was going to say, we had a super mild winter. Like, I was so fortunate because I didn't even, like, move down here of, like, a proper coat. Um, so, what do you do for a living? So, I have my own business with my business partner, who is uh, my cousin. We have an apparel brand for, like, golf and tennis. That's cool. And activewear. But I kind of started golf, and now it's branched out. It's nice because, you know, you work towards something that's your own, but it's a lot of learning. It's a lot of struggle and stress when I used to have like this like cush corporate job that was so simple and easy and just got like, you know, you get paid. Now it's like, oh, paycheck's not coming in unless yeah. you're working your ass off. And you get to stick it to the man because you're not working for the man anymore. You're working for yourself. <laughs> that's right. I, I don't feel like I'm sticking it to the man quite yet, but. Yeah, you can try. But in the end, you're just going to lose big time because the world is run by the man. Who? The man. Oh, you don't know the man? Oh, well, he's everywhere. In the White House, down the hall, Miss Mullins. She's the man. And the man ruined the ozone. And he's burning down the Amazon. And he kidnapped Shamu and put her in a chlorine tank. Okay? And there used to be a way to stick it to the man. It was called rock and roll. But guess what? Oh, no. The man ruined that, too, with a little thing called MTV! All right, all right, all right, fair enough. I'm definitely working for the man. What do they all have? It's a, uh, <clears throat> it's a rare blood disease. Stick it to demoniosis. What's that? I've never heard of it. You're lucky. Because it's hell. But, you know, I'm not, um, a, it's not, it's not at all because... The, the year before this, I was fun employed and I was just living my best life in my sister's she shed. I was like, God, this is amazing. <laughs> like my biggest concern was like waking up and getting my niece to school. Like I did carpool in the morning and I was like, oh my God, I could live this life. That sounds like a life I want. <laughs> like it was great. And I used to, um, and like when I wanted money, I would Instacart. Do you know what Instacart is? Like grocery delivery? Mm -mm. It's basically like Uber for your groceries. No. I've heard, oh, I've heard yeah. about this. Wait, 
did you did you make a bunch of videos on your Instagram? About I this did. Thing? Yeah, that was the funniest thing. I've seen yeah. That you did. I what's the word you call it? I kerfuffled. You kerfuffled. I kerfuffled. I I did a kerfuffle. Like I made fun of Amber, and I did it. Oh, you guffawed. You guffawed. Okay, there we go. I guffawed. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know it was in me, but it's clearly, it's there. I just never noticed it. So you shopped for people. Oh my God, I shopped for people. And I was like the number 10 in my region. Like I was like. Did you ever like deliver the groceries and be like, why the fuck did you get so many Ritz crackers or something? All the time. Or like, I would like get like 60 cans of one particular cat food for someone. And I'd be like, oh my God, I'm afraid of cats. And I'm like, I'm alarmed. Or to be like 50 pounds of like bird seeds. It'd be like crazy orders. You're, you just said something. You're yeah. afraid of cats? Why? Because they're always plotting and sneaking around and their hair is always sticking up like they're about to attack me. Like, I don't trust them. I got, I got one about three feet from me right now. Oh, out. no. You were perfect until that. I'm even more perfect no. now. Do you love that cat? <laughs> Of course. I, when I bought this house, I went down to the basement and she was oh in my God. a kitten. So what was I supposed to do? A kitten stuck in the basement in the back of the boiler room. Like I was, in, I was with my brother-in-law and he was like, dude, holy shit. And you became a cat, cat dad. Like, I became oh my a God. Cat dad. You have pussy all up in your house. I. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. How did you guys leave it? Like how, how do you like wrap up a date like that? Like that's my question is like it can go as long as it wants, I guess. But then, like, how do you, like, like, all right, well, bye. Kiss me through the phone. Not that you would kiss on the first date necessarily, but, like, you know what I mean? I think I might have been really forward because at one point I was like, technically, I asked you out on this phone date. I was like, and then at the end of it, I was like, do you want to do this again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I was like, I don't know if I'm just coming out of this quarantine, just like, I am woman. I can ask for whatever. Okay. Usually I would not be the kind of person to be like, hey, well, actually, let's not forget this. I wanted this content. (laughs) So I was going to ask him either way. But the second, but the second date, you know, that was like, okay, this was, this was pleasant. Uh Uh-huh. He's definitely a quarantine crush. Okay. So it's like, it's happening again. You're talking again. Are you continuing to text? Yeah, we're continuing to text. Okay, so let's get real. Let's get real. So we texted a bunch right after we got off the mic on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, texted all through the night. And then it was kind of radio silent the Saturday. I was like, oh, okay. What are you, you know. busy? And then Sunday, you know, it was like a text like later on in the evening. But, you know, it was like very hit or miss. But I say all this to say... This is why I hate having a crush because I'm like, wait, why aren't you texting me? It's the worst. It's the most annoying thing because it's always on your mind. (laughs) I'm like, wait, what's why? You're supposed to be thinking about me 24 7, right? Yeah. Even if I'm not thinking about you, you need to be thinking about me. For sure. And I haven't had a crush on someone in in so long. Like a crush that you're like acting on. And especially it's even funnier mm-hmm. because because we are quarantined. You can't really act on a crush. You can't be like, do you, you want to go bowling with like a group of friends and not bring my friends? Like, no. You can't be casual. Right. I will say this. I got dressed to get on the phone. 
like I like I got dressed. Like usually whenever I podcast, I always have shoes on just because it makes me feel like human for some reason. Oh, that's um, nice. But for this date, I put heels on and everything. Oh my God. I love that. You are so cute. That is amazing. I was like, I'm going on a date. And I made sure everyone in the house knew I was going on a date. I put fresh press on nails on. Like it was real. Okay. Talk to me about, talk to me about the press ons because this seems like to be a real development for you. Oh my God. Press-ons are my new jam. I think even in the afterlife, post-quarantine, I'm still going to wear press-ons. Like, it's just, it's, Colleen, I can't, I can't speak highly. And the press-on game has changed because, you know, back in our day, it was just basically like a French tip kind of look. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, they've got gel looking nails. They've got the coffin shape. It's just, it's so many options. And you go into like your local hair store owned Mm -hmm. by, you know, some form of Asian and they mm-hmm. just have like a whole aisle full of them. It's my new favorite thing. Or you go to your local Dollar General and they're right next to like the Sally nail polish remover. Okay, so I bought those when I was calling Kardashian and they were <laughs> soldered to my nails. Like they stay on. And I'm actually really impressed. Well, so I wore them on a Saturday night and I I thought like, oh, they're press-ons like I'll have them off by Monday. I spent probably four hours having like a panic attack in my apartment being like, am I about to have to show up to work with these on? Because I did like full Kardashian, like big, like almost like Cardi B length. Thank you for listening to another episode of I Just Called to Say Podcast. Don't forget, like, subscribe, leave us a review and tell a friend. And if you want to, leave us a voicemail so that you could be on the show. I just called to say you could say whatever it is. The link is in the details of this episode and also in the bio of our social media. I just called to say. Remember when I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just called to say. What had happened was really He just called to say So I lied when And she just called to say so why would you do that? We just called to that say That really changed my life Pick, 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 pick up your phone <laughs>